2022. What up, what up? Yet again, Whatever Faith Podcast. I would say we have a regular, but he's not a regular. Um, he might be behind the scenes regular. Uh, oh, Arthur Reed ass face. What's up? There ain't nothing Clyde Drexler face looking at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I guess if it, glad, it is, glad to be back is. on the pod, man. You know, the first one. You know, we did numbers, man. You know, most views, downloads, streams. There we go. Most talked go. about. And, you know, we mm. ain't going to say we broke the internet, but we put a dent in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Damn sure. If you can't tell by now, uh, it ain't official unless it's Brian Johnson official or whatever he says is his tag guy. Whatever. But, but, well, you, up every other. you don't have express written consent to say it, so don't 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 get sued, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> <laughs> get sued, nigga. Oh man, one of my one of my I can't say from way back, but one of my niggas, man. Uh, I can't call you a genuine dude either. I just know you just you just a real nigga. I, I vibe with it at work. We grew a friendship at work and it kind of moved on past work. So moved on past work. You know, you don't uh you like really the only person that I fuck with outside of work from that job. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's, that's really about it. That's because you re- re- recognize the real nigga inside of me and was like, Yeah, this this nigga's he's solid. That's real shit. Yeah, I know. You, 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 you on some real shit, man. Like, I like how you move. Like, you just want to take care of your family, make your bread, and stay out the way. Yeah, nigga, that nigga. And more, and more, more niggas need to be niggas. More niggas need to be on that type of shit, man. Because these niggas is dropping like flies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I guess we'll we'll start there. Um, Streets is hungry, man. Um, it seems like every other week you hear about or seeing videos of somebody getting gunned down in broad daylight. Um, I can't blame it on 2020, uh, but streets are hungry and street niggas are showing you like they've been they've been hibernating for a long time. Uh, I told somebody, no, actually, the last part I said it's starting to have that that 90s feel in the streets now, like. I feel like we're going back to that to that '90s vibe, where not to say you don't have to have your head on the swivel now, but you gotta be a little more cautious. I, you know, I, I hear you on that, but like these niggas shouldn't even be in the streets. Like some of these niggas, you know, what I'm trying to say, like like these rappers and everybody, like you got money. Why the fuck you keep coming around this environment? Like, ain't that the reason you started rapping to get the fuck out of that environment? I, did you hear about uh, Casanova? Oh, that nigga's done. I just read some shit that G Herbo caught a, um, a case. G Herbo, Casanova, they all caught up in the same joint. And this ain't a Vlad podcast, but just so you, you, so you guys that may not be paying attention know, when they let you slide for a long time and then the feds bring a case against you, what that means is They've been plotting on you for a very long time. You may think you're untouchable. You may think they don't know what's going on. But when they let you slide and the feds bring charges against you, yeah. 
it's pretty much a, a done deal that you're going to get uh, sent away to a camp up Yeah, them niggas, yeah, they, they, I mean, yeah, they done. Is, are the feds in GR bro case too? Because I know the feds yeah. is, is on Casanova. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a wrap. And like you said, niggas with money shouldn't be in the situation. Um, identity theft, fam? Huh? That's that's like, and I don't even get that shit because real shit, like, that's what white people crimes like in the 90s. Niggas went on that check fraud and all that. Niggas, niggas made money in the streets. You know what I'm trying to say? Not promoting that, but I'm just saying, like, all of this little scheming shit, man. Niggas, I don't know, man. It's these young niggas, man. That's yeah, the, that's the, I can't relate to this shit. Streets, you know what I'm streets, trying to say? Streets being hungry, shooting rappers, um, taking niggas' lives. Like, it's just a... There was a code back then. Like, like it seemed like all these that's out the window different, now. They just yeah. different. I be telling niggas all the time, every day, like, these niggas go up in stores and steal shit so they could go out and buy drugs. We used to sell drugs to go in the store and buy shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These niggas is backwards. I don't yeah. get them. Um, to make it make it a little light-hearted, but in terms of talking about the streets and niggas out here, um, how about Laura Pippen, who was a product of the fam? If you Scotty Pippen, Laura Pippen, Scotty Pippen's wife. Oh, okay. What about her? Fam, she doesn't question. <laughs> First off. A nigga got caught cheating with her, and the only way he got caught was because the uh, photo leaked of him and Laura Pippen holding hands in the airport, and he had his mask off his face. That's the only way the nigga got caught. But Laura Pippen's out here, and she been passed around more than uh, a blonde at a, a, a Snoop concert, nigga. She she out here. Wait a minute, Scott, Scotty Pippen's wife? I'm I'm. I'm late yes. to the party. Scotty Pippen. They still married? I don't know. What the, I don't know what the particulars are and why they haven't divorced or whatever. But she's she's for the streets, nigga. And let me tell you, the streets are taking their turns with her. But, but some shit you can't come back from. Like if you know if if paparazzi would have snapped the picture of this bitch coming out the motel at three in the morning, we might could work it out. But you walking through the airport holding hands with a nigga, like you just don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, how do you she, think a nigga ain't gonna see that? You know what I mean? She, it, it's like she don't even care. <laughs> like, people are taking pictures of her. and it, Maybe that's wild. how they get down. They, they may get down like that. Fam. I mean, Fam. I'm pretty sure Scottie Pippen then had his fair share of pussy in his NBA days. You know what I mean? So. Fam. Fam. And that's all I'm gonna say is fam. I don't care how we getting down. Uh, like, Luminati ain't gonna cut this podcast off. But when August Alcina tried to break up a happy home with the Smiths, and it was speculated for a long time, oh well, this is how they make it down. We never heard a peep. We only did was speculate. That nigga ain't got enough money to break up that household. That nigga, <laughs> that nigga, that nigga is a sex toy. That's what he is. He's like a, a rabbit. For Jada, that ain't that ain't nothing. Like nigga ain't breaking up. She just wanted some young dick. That's all. You know what I'm trying to say? She wanted some young dick. Say Will Smith, he my age or older than me. You can't perform like that every fucking night. She wanted some young dick. She moved in again. You know what I'm trying to say? Would she say she healed the nigga? Shit, bitch, come heal me. Word. I take it. 
nothing wrong with that. But you know, when certain people, it's like, it's like a whole different world out there for certain people. You know what I'm trying to say? Like shit that a nigga like me or you look at is crazy. They don't give a fuck. Like these niggas, Will Smith, Scotty Pippen, like go ahead, fuck this nigga. But you know what I'm trying to say? Keep certain shit in line. Like they, they may have businesses together or the bitch may handle a certain aspect of his business. As long as that shit's straight, I, I think them niggas, it's like, oh, they don't care. Cause they out there fucking too. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a whole different world, man. You know what I mean? Nah, it, nah it's different. And I'm going to hit you with the difference right now. Will and Scotty both, and we ain't going to stay too much longer on this, but Will and Scotty both, if they were out, their stuff hasn't come back. But does it matter? Sam, I haven't embarrassed you. You got you me looking what, crazy out you here. You think Will Smith is embarrassed that that little young boy got pussy whipped by his wife? That's like a compliment, nigga. Fuck is wrong? No, 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 no. <laughs> this nigga nose is wide open. Now, don't, now, if Jada was open off that nigga like that, then yeah, that would be embarrassing. But you fuck no. my wife. She got some good pussy. That's one of the reasons I married the bitch. And your nose all open. She was just using you. You looking no, crazy, my nigga. Not, not in that sense. I'm talking in the sense of um, now I'm out here with you doing apology press runs and like trying to clear things up together when we this never would have happened with one of my joints. We never would have been in a situation. Never, none of my joints didn't have you out here looking crazy. They didn't have us out here looking crazy. Whatever... NDAs or payoffs, whatever it is, my joints sort of know how to move. You got this young nigga nose wide open and he out here, like he making songs about it. He going on like full interviews about like, just moving he, 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 he needs that. He needs, he needs that momentum. You know what I'm saying? He, he needs that momentum. You know what I'm saying? Cause didn't he come out with an album right after that or some shit? A single, an album, all oh, that right. stuff. Right, so he, so boom. so. He needed the momentum, and the nigga ain't right in the head. We all know that. So you know what I'm saying? He he he, he a special case. Because I'm pretty sure that ain't the first nigga that Jada didn't fuck. You know what I'm I, trying to say? But this nigga a special case. Nigga, <laughs> momentum. Let's talk about your boy, man. It, your setup perfectly brought me here. And I'm glad I'm having this conversation with you because you used to champion for this nigga whenever we work together. Matter of fact, you oh, even nigga, told nigga, me. All, you no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me, let me cook. Let me cook. I don't know why you shitting on my man. My man, he he did his thing. He did his thing in his day. Did his thing. You told me Nate Robinson was one of the greatest players of all time. Is what you I told me. I never said that. We I together. never said we that. We worked together. I As you never did. said you that. Did. You never did. said that. You did. Never you said one of the greatest said? players of all. I never said that. So what do you say? What you say? No, I did not. What No, because you shitting on Nate like Nate, like he ain't a great role player. Nate Robinson is trash, and he's on my purge Absolutely list. The not. purge alarm nah. go off right now. I can't I'm give you that one. The, I'm loading up the clips. And, 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 the... In his in his day, I would I would have been happy to have that nigga as an addition to my team. Is he is he is he starting and and you know and going to touch the ball, mad minutes and all? No, nah, but no, nah, Nate Robinson, he was that dude. He he, he, he was he was a damn good role player. Was not that dude. This is why the conversation. Yeah. This is why 
we're here now. I'm glad. I'm glad he's not that dude. He called out the white man. White man <laughs> beating Nate Robinson so bad. And then put his jersey on after the fight. Like, fam, nah, we here to get these jokes off. Nate Robinson said he could knock out so-and-so. That he, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Josh Blake. The, 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 he even had a white name. He even had a white name. And, what, oh, and, who, and who is this white boy that, that knocked him out? Because I think he boxed now or some shit. Like, who was this white boy? Fam, he had one fight. He's a YouTube, he's a YouTube person. Uh, and we're in a long line, wrong line of business. He's a YouTube person. YouTube person. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the right line of business. I don't want no white boy knocking me out. <laughs> Nigga said, me in the wrong. I'm in the right line of business. <laughs> Not that for no damn white boy. Hey, look. I have to shoot that nigga just to save face. <laughs> but I don't know what the fuck made Nate Robinson take the fight. Like I don't. That's Fair, it. Did Nate Robinson I, I train? I, is my question. Did he like? Did he spend? I hear all this. He's a great two way athlete. He ain't Bo Jackson. Like y'all niggas made absolutely not. Like, so he got a he got a dual scholarship for football and basketball. Okay, I got shit what to do about with boxing? Yeah, <laughs> I got to do with boxing. I don't know. Nate Rock, how much he got paid for that shit? He had to get paid I a nice no bag. Idea. He had to get a nice bag. Had to get is, a nice bag. Is the bag worth you now having a strain named after you called the Night Night Nate? Is the bag worth that? Uh, but Nate Robinson, I don't know. For me, yes. Right now, if they offer me a bag to get in with that white boy, I'm getting this in there. <laughs> That's a fact. I mean, you think what a million? You think they gave him a million for the fight? I can see a cool up upper hundred thousand. I don't know about a million, but I, I can see a cool upper hundred thousand for a like, no, that ain't your worth first it. fight. That ain't, that ain't worth it. That ain't, that ain't worth it. You, you think they broke out the Tyson uh Tyson uh Roy bag? I'm just saying that uh, uh, six figures ain't worth it for me. That ain't that ain't especially for Nate Robinson. Like I don't I mean I don't know his financial situation. I hope he not hurting for money. You know what I'm saying? I, I hope that's not the case, but no. Nah, six figures, nah. I'm good. Sam, you've you've never fought before. How much you think they're giving you? I mean, well, it's not about like skills, it's about like your value. You're Nate Robinson, the basket ex basketball player. And people want to see this white nigga knock you out, which is what happened. So how much money can it generate? You know, six. They both of them niggas got six hundred thousand each. The Google machine. That's Jake. That's, that's Jake Paul and Aaron. That's easy because you got you got professional boxers, big name boxers who barely seeing two and three million dollars for a fight, and these are professional boxers who may have a title or fighting for a title. So that's that's decent. But what that was, yeah. That's not bad. Six hundred thousand. Okay. That's not bad. Fam, what did you think? Please. What did you think? What did you think of Tyson, though? I'm not finished talking about Nate Robinson getting the Sonic rings beat out of him. Like he got dog walked by that white boy. He, he he laid them out like when um when Pacquiao got laid out, takes it down. And niggas thought he was dead. Like, like Nate. I mean, I didn't think much of it because he's Nate Robinson. He's a basketball player. You know what I mean? So I, I I didn't think anything. I didn't expect anything from him. Shit, he did better than I thought. 
Can I tell you, as somebody who absolutely hates, and if Mel was up here, she would be dying laughing because she actually texted me after the fight and asked me how much I enjoyed that. For someone who hates Nate Robinson, I said he's Why on you my hate this so much, though? Nigga, nigga. <laughs> Nate Robinson should not have three slam dunk championships. We'll start there. And then everything else you can go from, like, from a, for a nigga... All right, the first one, cool. You dunked over Spud Webb. That's cool. You a short nigga. The second one and the third one, when you had 800 tries for dunks, fam, nah. Nah. I grew up in the era. I saw niggas dunking two attempts, and that was it. You, you don't get eight attempts and still win a dunk contest. I'm good. I mean, I don't really place much credit in a dunk contest. It he should, really not, be, he should not have three time as he should not be known as the only three time slam dunk contest winner in the history of the NBA. That's my beef. It's not just your name. Now you're talking about history. So what the slam dunk contest ain't what it used to be. And I'm getting riled up because uh, like I said, purge alarm go off right now. I'm loading up the clips and I'm heading over to wherever. First off, Nick came out in Nick's colors. So you knew what time it was when he came out in them bum ass Nick colors. That's the first sign you're going to lose when you got on the Knicks uniform. That's a definite sign of losing. Talking about he's representing old ballers and all this other stuff. Fam, it looked like Nate was jousting out there. Like, he, somebody should have gave him a sport. Like, where did you didn't even learn that in the street? Like, this nigga was charging. All right, I ain't going to be on my Max Kellerman uh, critiquing the whole joint, but it was bad. Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect anything from him, so I wasn't, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't surprised. I didn't, be honest with you, I didn't even um, watch the whole fight. I saw highlights, and obviously, I saw the knockout, but I didn't, I didn't care to watch that. Because everybody was there for Tyson Roy. Who did you have? What I, was, Tyson what, what, I thought Tyson was. I thought Mike was going to knock him out because that's what he Same. did. Same. But I will say this: Mike displayed a lot of growth and maturity to keep his composure, to stick to the plan. Because I, now I see what the plan was for me to get in their box, not do too much. Because they neither one of them was hitting the other one with everything they got. You could tell Mike was holding back, you know, some Mike power. pulled up on a lot of them punches. It was, it, was, it was one time, I can't remember what round it was, but Mike had caught Roy with two body shots. And then he grabbed Roy. I don't know if he grabbed him to hold him up, or to say, damn, my bad, man. I ain't going to hit you hard like that again. You know what I'm saying? But you caught the nigga with two body shots. The nigga's supposed to grab you. Why you grab him? So I saw <laughs> what it was. You know what I mean? So I, I saw what it was, but I liked it. It was entertaining. You know, and Mike looked good. Like, he looked yeah. good. Like, his head movement, he didn't get tired. Roy Jones looked like he needed a goddamn a break. Word, that yeah. nigga looked tired. I said Roy Jones must have forgot cardio because for him to be out of the ring three years and Mike to be out of the ring 15 years, like Roy was gassed after the first round. Yeah. And, 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 it, and like I say, to me, it, it, it made me have even more respect for Tyson that he got in fighting shape, not just I'm going to lose weight, get a little six pack, but like he was in shape. Like he was in I fighting say shape. I he lost like, 100 pounds for this fight. Yeah, Mike. Mike was heavy at one point in time. I don't know if you remember when you know Mike was heavy back when he was yep. running around, sniffing coke and all that crazy shit. Wilding out, yeah, nigga was he was he, he was fat. 
when he was when he was posting the training videos, I was like, oh no, nah, that's gonna be a long fight for Roy Jones because 15 years and you posting videos looking like yeah, I just retired yesterday. Like you posting videos that in shape, yeah, I thought it was gonna be a long night for Roy. It was a long night for Roy. I hate the fact that they put that uh bum ass no knockout clause in it because I wanted to see a knockout, but I also didn't want him to make Roy Jones a vegetable. But nigga, you don't you don't pay for Tyson fights for for the hug or whatever have you. You pay to see the knockout. But I, I see what it was because, and like even them scoring it a draw, but Mike won every fucking round. Yeah, I don't understand how you they know. got a draw. But look, they had two belts already made. Why would you have two belts made? <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. So, like I say, I see it. It's an exhibition. It's not a real fight. It was entertaining. It, it, you know, it was what it was. It wasn't did a real fight. The, so did I'm you cool see the it. memes? The memes that said Apollo Creed died in the exhibition. Like, <laughs> what were we talking about? It's the same thing. Yeah. So what's the exhibition? Drago didn't you care nothing about that. Hey, look. If he dies, he dies. Nigga. This nigga cool, came man. out like the James said, Brown and the American flag. And yeah, I didn't watch all of that. They was like, it was like con. It was like a concert, like that Snoop performed, and it was like it was like it was a, a what I what I'm wondering about this Legends League is how this shit gonna work. Like, how many old retired athletes? Like something like boxing, I could get it. You put two boxers in the ring, but somebody like I don't know, Daryl Strawberry, like what the fuck he gonna do? Like, I mean, who's who's he throwing the ball to? You know, what I'm saying an old football player, like you know, I don't understand. How that's going to work? Like, what are you going to do with that? I think they're only going to get um, people with some sort of boxing experience or. Um, well, when he makes... first announced it, he said all he said all sports. When he first announced it, he was like football, yeah. basketball, baseball, golf. You know, he, he said all. And I'm like, I don't like I say boxing. I could get it. Two guys in the ring competing. But for something like baseball, like how the fuck is a nigga going to show you he still got it? But that's sort of kind of what Q gave us with um, the big three. Some of our uh, our favorite washed up NBA legends showing that they still in a decent shape. They ain't like get picked up with a contract, but they in some uh, some shape. When it first started, somebody like a Steven Jackson, you know, I could, I could you know, see it. I could see him still, you know, when it, when it, when the first year for that, I'd be like, oh yeah, this nigga, he, he's still in NBA shape. Yeah, yeah, but I don't see how it's going to pan out with um with other sports as well. But since we're talking about uh basketball, big shout out to uh Levar Ball. All three of his sons are now officially um in the NBA, signed with an NBA team. The young, who the young, who the young boy with? Uh, Detroit, the Pistons picked them up. Mm. Pistons, Hornets, and the Pelicans. He, all three boys, uh, love him or hate him, don't like or agree with how he went about. I wonder if anyone um, has anyone else has ever had three sons in the NBA, and kind of like at the same time type shit. Like you know what I mean, like. I don't know about three sons, but I know you got the Holiday brothers. I know you got the Curry brothers, um, Brooke and Robin Lopez, the twins. Um, yeah, Mark and Powell was all. 
Marquis Marquis and Marcus Morris. So there's a, there's a bunch of them, like two brothers. I, I don't ever recall um, three siblings yeah. being in the NBA. But what it will show you, a la Steph, a la uh, some of the other brothers, who's the better brother? Like it, it's it's got to be dope as a pops knowing that your children all made the NBA. Like all the hard work you instilled, like trying to make sure they knew the game. Just, right. just to see them all on a professional team, got to be like, you got to be applauded for it because that that's that's no easy feat. Now, if they win championships or score records, it doesn't matter yet. The fact of the matter is, man's got three of his sons signed in the NBA. Right. Yeah. That's right. dope. Yeah, no doubt. And I, me personally, I think he just need to fall back and let them be the star now. Yeah, yeah your job's done. You got yeah. them. You got them here. The, the the point was, I'm sure when they were younger, yo, one day y'all gonna play in the NBA, and I'm sure it seemed far fetched back then, and all the rah rah he was doing before, like yeah, being in the spotlight. I'm with you now. It's right off into the yeah, sunset. Because it, it, what he's gonna end up doing is hurting those um those um his sons because nobody's gonna want them on the team because it's your father who. Who the hell wants to father out the workouts at the dinners or just yeah. in the stands or on the media and people attaching what he said to the team? Like so, fall back, man. You did it, like you like you said, he did it. Let your sons be men. You know what I mean? Let them be men. Yeah. If 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 that's you as a, as a uh, pops, are you riding off into the sunset saying? Dad, yo, my boys and like all of my boys are professional athletes, or are you more uh worried about one of y'all getting the championship? That's for them to worry about. You know what I'm trying to say? They they the they the you know, they're the ones that's out there playing the game. You know what I'm saying? That's their career. So, you know, that's for them to worry about. Me, I think, you know, I would just be happy as a father that my kids are kind of set for life. At such a young age, you know, what I'm trying to say they 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 not gonna have to worry about money and you know a lot of different other things that quote unquote re- us regular folks have to worry about. But it come with some shit too that you worry about with your kids when the spotlight is on them and shit like that. But yeah, I think I would just be happy that yeah you know I, I won't have to worry about my kids. You know what kind of condition they living in? Can they provide for themselves? Shit like that, like. They, they got access to like the best medical care on earth if anything mm-hmm. happened to them. You know what I mean? So I, I that's where my mind would be. You know what I mean? I don't know about set for life. If they smart, they are. If they smart, they are. You know what I'm trying to say? If they smart, they are. We've seen a lot of 30 for 30s about uh, <clears throat> and, 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 and none of them niggas was smart. You know? <laughs> My, hey, look, my brother always told me you're only as smart as the decisions you make. And that's true shit. I don't give a fuck how much knowledge, education, how many degrees. You are only as smart as the decisions you make. You go out there and make a decision and fuck your life up. You in jail or you broke or whatever. You stupid. Yeah. And the nigga who go work at McDonald's every day and take his paycheck and take care of his family and make smart decisions, not to fuck that up, that nigga's smarter than you. That's all my all right. is about to we, we, we just stumbled onto a, a, a 
stumbled onto a topic. Mm -hmm. um, you're only smart as the decisions you make. So do you, do you applaud, and I know you just said he's smarter than you, but do you applaud that nigga who's doing the fries at McDonald's and the projects, doing whatever he got to do, whether maybe get through school um, or just to keep I, the look, lights I, on? I, I, I applaud anybody who minds their fucking business, mm -hmm. does not bother anybody. You're not deceiving anybody. You're not hurting anybody. You're not robbing anybody. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're doing the fries at McDonald's, you're the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. If you're doing whatever you're doing to maintain your life and you're happy, who the fuck am I to say something about it? Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So you don't, you don't uh, respect one more so than the other. You don't respect the hustler more than you do the nigga that's grinding or the drug dealer more than the, the you know, the nigga that's working part-time. Uh, I, I, I respect songs just got to make it. I respect those who respect themselves. And you can't respect yourself if you don't respect others. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. So like I said, if you working a nine to five, if you hustling, selling drugs, somebody could argue not respecting people, you, you know, could that come with some shit that, you know, is not so upstanding. You may got to hurt somebody. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? And I'm not even going to get into somebody say, oh, you selling them the drug. Well, the nigga McDonald's is selling these people something that's killing them more than the drug. Mm. More people die from eating them damn hamburgers than they do from smoking crack. You know, so I, I'm not going to play that aspect of it. But like I said, if you're not bothering nobody, you're not hurting anybody, you minding your business and leaving people to fuck alone, I got respect for you, whether you're the janitor or the CEO, and that's worth I don't, cause uh, the material things and all that shit, that shit is, is whatever. But as far as just the hustle, the drive that somebody has to just want to always not just survive, but thrive and want more. And I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's respectable. I take my hat off to people like that. I like being around people like that because they inspire me. You know what I'm trying to say? But I could chill with the nigga who work at McDonald's just as much as I could chill with the hustler. You dig what I'm saying? Because yeah. neither one of them affect my pockets. That's that nigga hustle. Yeah. It's not my hustle, that's his hustle. You know what I'm saying? I remember when um, I've, I've told my work history story up here countless times, but I, I came out of school, college with a degree and didn't have no job offers. So I, I sent my resume out everywhere. I mean, this is back in the day when niggas actually wore suits to interviews. I remember I wore a suit to my Best Buy interview, but we'll get we'll Me get too. to that later. Um, yeah. But this, this was back when niggas wore suits to interviews. I remember like hitting the pavement with my resume, trying to see, like, I'm thinking I'm fresh out of college. Niggas should be begging, pounding my door down. Oh, you're a college girl. You got a college degree because I was told that's what you need in order to make it in the workforce. You need a college degree. You need this, that. Got a degree, didn't have a job. All right. So I'm at the temp agencies try, just trying to get anything. And I remember um, at one point, I used to look down at the people, look down at the niggas that worked at fast food restaurants. I'm like, like it was beneath me. And it was a reality check when I was going on these job interviews, nobody was hiring, nobody was hiring. It wasn't until I was put in a position where I had to take um, 
part-time jobs when I was like, you know what? You ain't no better than negative doing the same thing at McDonald's or Burger King, just trying to make sure bills are paid, just trying to make sure, you know, I got money at the end of the month for rent at least, so I can get a Metro card. So it, it kind of shifted, um, it kind of shifted how I looked at what most would call hustling, you know, do what you got to do to survive. Um, the best Buy joint, I'm going to keep it a bean. I didn't want to work at Best Buy. When I remember uh, when somebody told me, oh, well, yeah, I know somebody can get you a job at Best Buy. I'm like, Best Buy? Nigga, what? And it was only <laughs> part-time. So that, that's what made me even more upset because I'm like, nigga, I, I can't work no part-time job. Like, I recently married. You talking about being married and working part-time at Best Buy? Nigga, I need a real job. I need a real job. That's how I was looking at it. But when Best Buy got the full-time joint, dang, got the full, like everything is a step in progression, but it it, yeah. it, it it was a drive that was like, fam, either you're going to, at one point, um, I would do Best Buy closing shifts, five to 10. But before I went to, before I went to Best Buy, I would work at a temp agency uh, from seven to four in the morning. So I'd leave my house and almost see, five. But you see, that's, that's a hustle though. Like having two and three jobs, that's a form of hustling. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Just cause you're not necessarily on your entrepreneur shit and you ain't out here selling lashes or wigs online and shit, don't mean you ain't hustling. That's a hustle. A nigga who will go, I can get this job. How you set it up? Oh, I'm gonna tell these niggas I could close. So I could in the morning go get this other money. That's a form of hustling. All hustling is, is a way to get to some money. You know what I'm trying to say? Now, different people look at the ways you get money differently. Some people say, well, I wouldn't do this. or I wouldn't do that or whatever the case. So I do this. So I'm better than this one. Whatever, nigga. Like, it's all about getting to the money at the end of the day. And that's all. That's all hustling is. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Um, you mentioned hustling. And I'm sure you've seen the Chappelle stand up. About him and real quick too, and real quick too, just to to finish it off, like, and if and if if you ever been fucked up in life, you won't give a fuck what it takes to get some motherfucking money. Not on no funny shit. Let's let's be clear. Not, not, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you wouldn't give a fuck if you shoveling shit in Alaska. You know what I'm trying to say? If you ever been fucked up, if you ever known what it's like to like, nigga, I remember one. Um, this was like two thousand. 13, which is like the most fucked up year of my life, right? So I was fucked up. No job. Unemployment ran out. Like, everything was just going bad. And I remember, I was like, damn, I had enough money to pay my rent. But I'm thinking, damn, should I pay my rent? Or should I just say, fuck it, if I'm going to be out here homeless, at least I got a couple of dollars in my pocket. Mm -hmm. Like, to have that feeling, to have to make that decision, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain things you could go through and experience in life to where it's just like, when you're able to take care of yourself, whether it's Best Buy, McDonald's, or whatever, I don't give a fuck. And anybody who will look at you like that, fuck them. Because you ain't, you ain't doing shit for me. You ain't paying my bills. So, mm -hmm. you know, who the fuck are you to look at me? Oh, this nigga, he work here. Or this nigga, well, fuck you, nigga. Don't make me go in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? Word. But, you know. 
everybody different, man. Like I say, and everybody's different because we all have different experiences. We all live, you know, different lives and we've all processed our experience differently. You know what I mean? So I don't knock nobody. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck what you do. Matter of fact, um, my man, um, Iceberg Slim. Iceberg Slim, he would do, he was an exterminator at one point in time. You know what I'm saying? He killing roaches and bugs all day dirty and shit. He get off work. He get suited and booted. He get clean with his suit and hit the streets and shit. You know what I'm trying to say? That's mm. Iceberg Slim, nigga. You know who Iceberg Slim is, right? Come on, nigga. Don't have a disrespect, man. Uh, I mean, it ain't, it's, it's, it's about who you are as a man, as a person, a woman or whatever. It's about your character. That shit is bigger than uh, a job, no matter where you work at. It's about character. You know what I'm saying? You take you take a nigga like take a nigga like Jay Z. Jay Z's Jay Z. He a billionaire. He rap. He got all these different businesses. But if your character ain't correct, that shit don't mean nothing, nigga. Yeah. It's about your character. Cause I know a lot of corny motherfuckers with money. And I know a lot of fly niggas who ain't got it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, hustling character, man. Like I was uh, getting ready to bring us to. Uh, Dave Chappelle, man, did you see the new new? Uh, I ain't gonna call it a comedy special. Did you see him talking about the joint he did on a on a? Uh, I think it was on his Instagram, right? Yeah, the, the Unforgiven joint that he he posted. Yeah, and he said don't stream his uh the Chappelle show. Yeah. Um, well, well, I'll say this if. Dave Chappelle is listening or happens to come across to whatever face podcast. I, I will so. say Dave, Dave Chappelle that I will not stream um, your show. And also want you to know Dave Chappelle that ever since your show first came on, I was watching it illegally. So you never got <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's be clear, Dave. I don't pay for none of them platforms to just show us on. I got websites I go to to watch the motherfucker. All right? <laughs> yeah, uh, while we uh, don't, don't stream Chappelle's show on HBO not, Max. Not on HBO. Netflix. Look, I, we're we, we going we gonna, we gonna to put the website in the link below. <laughs> I got sites, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on, dude. Nah, but... You know what it, I don't understand? It, well, now, real quick, though. How do people get in these horrible contracts? Dave Chappelle with the Chappelle Show. By that time, Dave had some experience in Hollywood with business to like, to where you should be able to look at the contract and say, oh damn, I ain't gonna make no money off of this? If, no. The same thing right. with, with Nick Cannon. With I, the wild I, I out. So like I just I just don't understand how you don't know what you're signing, or if you do know what you're signing, why are you bitching about it now? You sign it. All right. So a couple things. It's no different than uh athletes, uh artists, rappers, entertainers. It's no different than them um throwing a bunch of money at your face when you're young. Um 
tie into Scottie Pippen since how I like to bring stuff full circle. Scotty's contract when he first got it from the Bulls, he took it based off of circumstance. I got 11 brothers, like we dirt poor. I ain't really like this is the most money I've ever seen in my life. And that's usually that's usually the case for everybody that's in a bad contract. When I'm like that wasn't the case for Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon been writing on Nickelodeon since he was a fucking child. He's produced multiple movies and this nigga, I would think, has an understanding of business and contracts. That's not the case for Nick Cannon. That nigga you can have broke. an understanding. You can have nigga an understanding. Was married to Carey. You can have broke. an understanding. You can have an understanding, but that's why they have lawyers to read the contracts because they put so much jargon in there for you to not un- for you to need a lawyer to read it. Like they don't put stuff in contracts for you to just understand word for word what's happening, nigga. In your cell phone contract or your whatever cable bill contract you get with yeah, any user terms agreement. and conditions, you're like nigga. You don't understand now, half I, the stuff do, that's in there. You may read it, I, but that don't mean you understand it. I, I understand. I understand it. It's, it's well for the user agreement. I get it. I understand it. Do I read it? No, I don't read the user agreement. I, I click. I agree because <laughs> fuck, I want to use the service, so it don't fucking matter. You know what I'm trying to say? But I have sat down and read the shit, and I'm like, I, right, I get it. But and then, like you say, the lawyers. So you got a lawyer. So. Did your lawyer explain it to you and you still signed the shit anyway? Like, fuck it. Like, I just don't. And, and then it's, it's been done like, this is 2020. Like, this story has been told over and over from athletes going broke to artists signing bad contracts. Like, why are people still doing this? But like you say, if you broke and you fucked up and they dangle a couple of dollars and you like, fuck it, I get it. But a lot of these people aren't necessarily at that point when they enter these contracts. That. I would have to disagree because when Dave mentioned it, he said he was uh, he was about to be a father. He was 28 years old and he needed the money. So whatever the case may have been in his contract when he signed, they could have had all the writing on the wall, which may have said it was a good idea. He didn't know Chappelle's show was going to blow up to what it was. So the money they probably gave him in the beginning, he thought it was going to be enough to take care of his, his soon-to-be kid and his wife and at the end of the day that's really all niggas looking for give me enough money so i can take care of my family like if we have foresight to be like oh well this is gonna blow up like crazy i think people are smarter about going into business now because we've seen so many bad deals and they like see, people, and, and, and dave chappelle i would have to imagine has seen or heard of bad deals and he got a 20 and i hear what you're saying but you know, you, you want some money right now. You you don't anticipate it's going to blow up to the degree that it did. But at the same time, it's like maybe you don't have an understanding of royalties to have a contract. Probably not at the that, time. That 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 future proofs you. Meaning, when you put it on on platforms, whether foreseen or unforeseen at this time. You know what I'm trying to say? Because like streaming, streaming is some new shit. Right, because a lot of people contracts at one point in time um, had to get uh, renegotiated when streaming became a thing, uh, when DVDs. So back in the days, which is video cassette VHS. So when DVDs come out, now niggas are selling DVDs. That's not in your contract. Your contract says VHS. So now we got to go back to the table. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't understand how these people have no. I don't know if they don't have any business sense. Or they just sign these contracts. So like you say, they just want the money 
And now years later, they, they bitching about it and they still cheated and fighting. Well, you look at Kanye fighting about his contract. You look at Wayne trying to get out of the contract with ba- uh, Baby. Like, it's it's all around it. Nigga, you look at Bobby Bonilla, who's getting paid by the Mets. He gets paid by the Mets every year. Wonderful contract because he listened to his uh, agent who said, look, pay us on the back end. You don't got to give us our money up front. Perfect setup for Bobby Bonilla. But any of these other cases... And what I'm learning is these niggas are working together. So the lawyers for lawyers that maybe was recommended to you by the, the record company or the, Why the, the Viacom, I'm just saying, when you're young and niggas saying, hey, you need a lawyer? Hey, we got a lawyer. Y- y'all don't know that it's a... It's a, that makes a this, that's just like me. I don't, I don't know how to play poker. You know why I don't know how to play poker? Because every time someone goes to teach me poker, it's because there's a poker game going on with money and I say I don't know how to play. Oh, I teach you. No, no, I don't. I think that's a conflict my nigga. Like, it's money on the table. I don't trust <laughs> you to teach me how to play the game right now. That's why I don't know how to play poker. You know what I'm saying? So why would I want you to recommend a lawyer to look over the contract that you wrote? I might as well just take the word for it at that point. You gonna send your man? You know, it's good. Yeah, it's good. No, you straight dishonest. Come on, man. And I think. And talking about not having the foresight to see where it was going to go, nigga, I went to HBO and tried to pitch this to them, and they basically was like, okay, why do we need you? So I bring it to Comedy Central. I might have that in my the back of my mind, too. Like, oh, dang, if HBO ain't going to take it, Mike. So Comedy, Comedy Central, Viacom, throw out whatever figure. You might be like, yeah, this might be the best look I get because – the big dog I was going to basically dismiss me. So now, and, and that's and that's cool, but you get you got to eat that. You made a decision. Now, don't years later. I agree. You know what I mean? Like, come on, no, you got to eat that. You, you you do have to eat that, but now realizing what your worth is, realizing that they offered you fifty million because of what you made them. Like you could have, they could have made hundreds of millions off your pal. And the owner was going to write him a fifty million dollar check. So yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, don't stream it. Like, first off, HBO Max. How dare you? You tell me what do I need you for, and then stream my show, huh? Business. Business. I get it. I understand. Business. But fam, nah. You could have had this show. You opted not to, and now that you don't have anything really going on. You you now want to uh, license and syndicate my show? I'm good. Guess what? And now HBO does have it. <laughs> now he got, and they you know they gonna make money off of it because now I that's see. the only because Netflix took it down and there's nowhere else to stream it. So I mean, I'm pretty sure they they yeah they membership may go up a little bit. Their subscribers, you know, you got some people who may fuck with HBO Max because the Chappelle show was there. I respect Netflix for saying, Dave, because you feel a way, we're going to take it down. Because Netflix. I mean, how many specials does Dave Chappelle have on Netflix? Nigga, he's. He probably got damn near 10 10, 10 specials on there. Damn near six or some shit like that. Because he dropped like four, like back to back to back to back at one time. Yeah, he got. And then he got one that's just on. Uh, Netflix's YouTube channel. Yeah. Remember the shit he did at his crib with the social distancing mm-hmm. and all that shit? 
You know what I mean? So he got, he probably got damn near 10 specials with him. So I think it's dope that they say, you know what? We value your, our relationship. And if you feel uncomfortable, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, it says a lot about, it says a lot about Netflix because you realize what Chappelle can bring to you. Because like he said, yeah, they own, what's crazy is his image and his likeness. So he can't even use the name because it was put in that contract. Oh yeah, Chappelle show is going to be great. So my thing is keep the name if you don't want to pay me what you owe me. If you don't want to open up the, the books and pay me what you owe me for what I brought to you, keep the name. You won't make me bring something doper to Netflix that's going to blow all that out the water because guess what's going to happen over here at Netflix? I'm going to dog y'all every chance I get for having many episodes I get. Yeah, well, a couple of things with that. One, he could keep coming out with these specials. I mean, he's beyond talented. But as far as the TV show, I think that was it. That was the height of it. I don't, I don't see him creating another TV show. That's not a knock against Dave. It's just how great of a show Chappelle show was. And it's I, for everything at the time, the mad real world, I don't see him being able to make a show that's going to rival that at all. You, you, you and by going on this uh, vintage spree or whatever you want to call it, you got a lot of people who probably didn't even know Chappelle's show was on HBO Max and now they're going to go stream and shit. So it could yeah, have the yeah. adverse effect that, you know, so... But that's why I'm saying using this portion of the show to say don't stream Chappelle's show on HBO Max or Netflix. Dave, if you are a friend of the show or whatever face podcast and somebody lets you listen to this, just know we were championing for you. Like I said, Dave, I've been I've been pirating pirating your shit for I don't know how long, nigga. So you ain't got to worry he's about not a, he's not a regular up here. He's not a regular up here. Hey, Dave, I'm I go back to where you used to get the DVD. The bootleg man after the show air and shit, you gotta wait till like Monday or some shit and figure out this shit for you. I go back that far, Dave. Nah, but even even the DVDs, you look at that like so. You made a, I made you a killing with the show itself, and then we're talking about a time when DVDs and box sets were a thing. So I'm sure the numbers for them DVD sales were crazy. To be honest with you, the first time I ever heard of royalties came from. An interview Keanu Reeves did about the Matrix. Damn. When he said his um his agent agreed to have like uh any uh, money up front for however many movies plus royalty fees if it was successful after the fact. It was the first time I heard it. And then when I saw what Keanu Reeves made from the all three Matrix movies, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I understand. I'm sure mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. and them niggas from the Avengers had the same clause. Like, give me the money that you're going to make off of toys, every game you're going to do, every little side. Give me that money. It's cool. You that's, what, that's, what your, uh, that's what your that's what your agent that's what he should do. To, right. To negotiate all of these all of these things in there. But, you know, I guess some obviously some agents are better than others. And you know they take their little I don't know ten whatever percentage they take. And, yeah, I got some niggas just I got my money. I don't give a fuck what you get. This is what they offer. This is what we signing. I'm gonna give you a little side uh, side fact that my sister didn't know, and some people may or may not know. But since we're talking about Keanu Reeves and Matrix, did you know Will Smith passed up on Keanu Reeves' role in the Matrix to shoot Wild Wild yeah, West? I saw, I saw that. 
I saw that. I've, I've seen him say that in an interview somewhere. That nigga said he, he regrets that to this day. Like, um, and I don't blame him. Nigga, Matrix is huge. Yeah, but it's one of those things where would it have been huge if Will Smith was in it? That's not a knock against Will Smith. We know who he is. At the time, Will Smith, anything he touched was gold. You're talking about Independence Day. You're talking about Bad Boys. You're talking about he's coming off of that run. So, yeah. Yeah, but when when did The Matrix come out? When you were That was like the 90s, right? Don't make me use the Google machine. And And the reason I say that is because at that point in time, you can still kind of say now too a little bit, but especially back in that time, to have a black man as the 1999. Lead actor, yeah, so at that time, to have a black man as the lead actor it had to be a quote-unquote black movie, and I put black movie in air quotations. You know what I'm trying to say? So that alone could have stopped the Matrix from being what it went on to be. You know, so I, I, I hear him on that. But I don't know if, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Think about black actors at that time in the type of movies they were starring in. Black movies. Matrix won a black movie. I don't think people would have would have been sold with a black man in that role. Neither was Independence Day. That wasn't a black movie. Will Smith had Fresh Prince going at the time. So you're talking about when Will Smith was becoming Will Smith. Like I said, he was Mr. Nigga used to, they used to call nigga uh, Mr. Uh, July 4th because all his movies would do numbers around that weekend. Absolutely. Yeah, him, him, weekend. And, him, and, him and Tom Cruise owned the, the summertime. And no, Independence wasn't um, a black movie, but yeah, I don't know about The Matrix. It's still, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Nigga, you just happy to go to work. Uh, nigga, Keanu was happy to go to work. Nigga, Will was happy to go film on uh, Wild Wild West. So, this is what it is. But, speaking of <laughs> being happy to go to work, we had a conversation earlier, and I right. asked you if you was going to miss <laughs> if you was going to miss your man's uh, uh Don Juan, uh, when he gets booted. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be, oh, ain't going to be shit in the news, man. The news going to be whack. And like I told you, man, the nigga, he, look, nigga had white people mad. I loved it. I loved every minute of it, man. White America was so divided, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he pissed off white people. White people, you, it was white people who were ashamed of being white. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they was ashamed of it. It's like, no, he, he's not one. He doesn't represent us. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, he does. He does. <laughs> you know? He a pale face. You a pale face. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I was just I was just happy to see white folks uncomfortable with their lives in America. That's just me, though. You know what I mean? Fam. This, this, I don't know any nigga that's not done their job and got away with it for as long as this nigga is not. For four years, he didn't do anything. And people say, oh, well, he did this. He he didn't do anything. There's not one, nothing. He didn't pass no law. He didn't implement any type of, he didn't do anything. This nigga signed his name on a similar set. 
he didn't do shit. This nigga ducked working for four years in plain sight. This nigga got the most public job in the fucking world and ain't report to work for one day. This nigga just walking around the office, ain't got a file in his hand or nothing. He ain't doing shit the whole day, my nigga. And kept his job. Like, look, I, I can't be mad at this nigga. This nigga ain't working. Word. And I mean, I guess you get what you pay for because he said he only took the he, he took the the dollar a year. He didn't take the full salary, so I guess he gave us a dollar's worth of work. I'm sitting here talking, and I didn't know the drink was muted for a second. Oh man, uh, I think everybody knows one person that they work with that act like they working, but you can tell when a nigga ain't working. Like, yeah, yeah, I've worked, I've I've worked in corporate America where I've had the two screens set up, and there was a screen saver that you can pull up that made it look like you had spreadsheets open. Like I was that guy, so I can understand a nigga getting away with being at work and not working. I was him at one point. This nigga takes that to the max. You take it to the max. No, you know what I learned at jobs? When you want people to leave you alone, especially your boss, pretend you're working on something that nobody likes to do. <laughs> hey, what do you oh no, I'm 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 researching uh, the the Nelson files. You know how those get all out of whack every now and then. I just want to go, okay, no, 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 go ahead, do, you know, go ahead, don't, don't worry, as long as you need. Leave him alone, nobody bothers him. Like, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to pick something you know don't nobody like doing and act like you're doing that. And then when the shit don't get done, it's like, ah, man, you know, a lot, man, you know, I'll try again tomorrow. You know, fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway, that's about this. This reminds me of a temp job I had. It don't matter, nigga, I don't work for you no more, but they wanted me to basically make a database, but they wanted me to pull stuff from the, the website and put it in an Excel spreadsheet. Nigga, if you don't think I milked that job for six months, because my goal was get unemployment. Nigga, because they told me, oh, this is probably about a, a two to four week job at best. I was like, okay, okay. Nigga, I went in there. Nigga said, yeah, do you have any experience in Excel? I said, yeah. Oh, can you make this database? Oh, Absolutely, nigga. Drug bedroom out for six months. Give me hit unemployment. Y'all need to get rid of me all you want. I don't care at this point. I'm gonna get paid weekly from here on out. So, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was hey, my man, awesome hey, you, you got you got to do what you got to do, man. Got to do what you got to do. Sometimes it be like that, man. Nigga, like that. trust me, I know. Sometimes you just listen. I, if y'all niggas ain't gonna take it into your hands to hire me, I gotta take it out of your hands and make sure that I get my check. And you know what's crazy when you're doing that shit at work and you acting like you're working, but you're not, and everybody else is around you working and you're looking at these niggas working, you're like, they really believe that I'm working and I ain't doing shit. You're like, what the fuck, like, <laughs> you see a nigga doing some shit, you like, should I help this nigga? I ain't helping this motherfucker. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! You want to come to the office party? I mean, I would, but I got these files I'm working on. Y'all get it. Y'all get it. You know, I'm 
I, I work through my lunch. I'm trying to get this shit done. Like, I mean, <laughs> always one, man. It's always that one. Oh, if you ever want to get uh, easy overtime, work through your lunch. I'm going I'm, to I'm just eat at the desk. I'm just, I'll eat right here. Don't worry about it. I'm good. I'll, I'll be all right. Easy overtime. That's probably why niggas didn't want to hire me because they knew at the end of the day that I would be this person. So I guess it is what it is. Probably. I got two questions but more so conversation pieces. Okay. First one being we was having this con- we was having this discussion. Uh, how do you know sex with your partner is whack? I do and don't understand the question. It's an instant, it's like an instant thing. What do you mean? How do you know it's whack? How do you know it's whack? Like how did you make the I'm not talking about your comparisons to somebody else because that's the easy go-to. Well, duh, so-and-so from down back when used to do this one move and that used to be her finisher. He's finish it, finish him. He's taking so me when out. You, when you say the sex is white, you talking about the participation or just the... I'm gonna leave it general to you because that's how we were having the conversation. Uh, a couple of coworkers because it's because it's, it's two kinds of whack sex, right? And it's, it's the sex is whack, like shorty just ain't got no moves, and then the pussy just might not be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause she might could fuck, but have bad pussy, or might have some good pussy but can't fuck. So that's what I'm trying to like. I don't know which 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 way y'all leaning, but How if the pussy you bad, you know. You know, soon as you stick your dick in the bed, you know that this no, this is not good. You know the instrument. Like, it's, it's, you ain't even you ain't even got to go all the way in that motherfucker. Like halfway through, you know what I'm saying? Half stroke, you like, like you know it. You know so, <clears throat> on the flip side, when you ain't got no moves, like I can't say how do you know just by like playing and the game. And then you set your partner. Dip. Like, like this year, shorty or whatever, it ain't like a chick you just met in the club because she ain't my partner. If, if if the sex is whack, this can't be, no. Yeah. Have you ever faked the orgasm to end the sex because it was so bad? In a past life, yes. We're definitely talking about past life. In a past life, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a past life. I, I have, me and my friend actually, uh, me and my friend joked about this all the time. Me and my boy Vince, Vincent, he's been up here before. Um, guys, it's easy for guys to, especially if you you wear condoms, it's easy because you can just gyrate right. and make a noise and yep. nigga, it's easy. Very true. Very true. But um, yeah, have you? Definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure everybody has. Everybody. Girls do it all the time. Guys, guys, if you didn't think guys can do it, surprise, nigga, we can. <laughs> now, the question is more so, I would say, then, how do you know 
is what do you do? Like if this is your partner or someone you have a general interest in beyond sex, like how do you go about addressing that issue? What do you do? Conversations. You gotta open up the conversations. Even if it's, you know, you bring it suggestive, like, yo, you know what I think we should try? Like, it's... it's... What, if, what if it's something that's not conversational? What if the pussy just bad? Or for the ladies that's listening, what if the nigga just got a small dick? Ain't really nothing you can do about that. You can't, you can't, what can you do about that? So what do you do in this instance? You like this person, but the sex is just not satisfying. I feel like it's gotta be, like, you gotta be teachable. Because even outside of conversation, if you just gotta, like, if my game is trash and you let me go with trash game and you keep me there and you don't tell me, then that's your fault. You deserve every bad sex encounter we have because you haven't said it to me. You haven't said yeah, to me. Hey. Hey, you, you, you can teach some things, but some things are physical. Physical aspects to sex too that, you know, unless I guess people going to get surgery, it ain't really nothing to do about it. You know, so they make it throw some vinegar in the tub. You know what I'm saying? If y'all don't know about that, then, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Google it. You know what I'm saying? But look, what you gonna do? <laughs> yes, obviously, we both know what the vinegar in the tub do. I don't know if all the listeners do, but I'm oh just saying. Oh my God. What, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it has to start with a conversation or something. It has to start. Like, and if the conversation don't work, then maybe, hey, can I show you something right quick? Can I show you? What, like, it, it has to, it, there's got to be a starting point. You can't just let it go. Especially if it's, if it's somebody you don't care about and it's like a one night stand or, or um, what's that, um, that app? Swipe left, swipe right. Tender. If it's a tender type thing and you don't care, all power to you. But if you actually care about the person, it has to be a conversation. Um, I don't know if that's something that could really be repaired because, you know, sex is about chemistry. So if the chemistry's there, that can overcome some possible physical things that may not be going on that someone would prefer to be going on. So I mean, if that if the chemistry and all that's not there, I don't I don't know how you because now in this person's mind, the next time y'all do something, they're gonna be like, you know what I mean? Like they going the confidence ain't gonna be there. They go, he don't like this. Oh no, let me not do that because he she said or he said, you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. So so have you ever corrected bad sex? Have you ever coached or taught a woman? to go from being bad to satisfactory? Um, your past life. <laughs> to be clear. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you. I can't say that I have. I think I might have been... Uh, I don't think it's very likely. I think I've been selfish to the point of, okay, well, if it... I was still able to, you know, Bernie Mad said, if I, it's a race, if I was able to go get to the finish line, like, I don't know if it, um, 
I don't know if I put that much energy into correcting it. If that makes any sense. No, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, for me, I would just... I give it another chance. Maybe you had an off night. It happens. Maybe it was an off night. I don't know. But, you know, after two, three times, uh, this is who you are. And I, I, I agree with that point of... All right, you always gotta give something a second try. Maybe you just bad time, bad, bad, bad night, bad whatever have you. You just for for the immature listeners, you shouldn't be doing this until you find somebody you love and want to spend the rest. Don't just be out here. Uh, a good friend of mine, um, James White, uh, quoted the the philosopher that once said. Don't pull your thing out if you ain't ready to bang out. So if this is something like you ain't uh, willing willing to be intimate with someone, I'm trying to be uh, mature here, Brian. Um, you running for office in 2024? Possibly, possibly. Maybe. Okay. Um, but no, I don't think I've, I've, I've cared. Um, but I do I would think the, agree with the double back, like just to I make would sure. I think the only thing that could possibly work is to introduce another female into the equation. This thing that is not a conversation that, that yeah, can that do ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna the, work. Uh, Nigga, it could do uh, one of two things, if not both. Um, the woman can teach her, not, you know, like she in school and she pointing and shit or whatever, but she can observe. And then it could be like competition. She may want to do this bitch. Yeah, that, that, that ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. And I'm sure you uh, made everybody who was listening to this point say this nigga's wild and turn the pot off. So thank you. Um, that ain't well, I don't know what I don't know what type of what type of listeners you have, nigga. That, that ain't gonna work. My my demo actually, I, I did some some research, some analytics, some background stuff. My demo is actually like uh, twenty four to twenty four to forty. I was actually really surprised about that. Got a couple yeah. outliers in there, but okay. twenty four to forty seems to be the people that uh mess with the but pod. But that 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 but introducing someone else. Um, it can work. Like I have, a, I have a friend, my homegirl. She's a, I don't want to miss. She is a clinical sexologist. So okay, like, I know one of those. I know one of those as well. So that's what she does. She helps couples primarily. Um, okay, that's something different. Sexes. That's something different. That's something different. Right. Now, but even, but even, 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 I ain't saying going that route where you have this professional but introducing another woman into the equation that can be a solution as well nigga let's stick with the professional for right now why not go the route of introducing professional because if this is somebody that they're job you gotta pay her, <laughs> you gotta pay her <laughs> fuck you mean why <laughs> you gotta pay her <laughs> plain and simple nigga shit I, but you know, if you if you had a female up here, they would. If, tell if you, I got if I gotta pay this this woman to come in here to teach this woman 
to give me good sex, I might as well just skip both of them and just go get a prostitute if I'm paying for good sex <laughs> at this point, right? The fuck? <laughs> shit. Doing a lot of shit right now, my nigga. <laughs> no, but if, in the sense of... I was going to say, if you ask a woman, they would probably tell you, you said uh, chemistry. Some women may say connection, like whether it's emotional connection or physical attraction. Most women would say that there's got to be some other drawing factor. Um, it might be a disconnect between the person, like the chemistry that you were talking about, the connection may be a disconnect. So having a professional give you a class or two, I mean, I would take the route of seeing a professional because you never know. Hey, you pay for it one time, just like therapy, nigga. You, you never know what's wrong with I you couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't put that much effort into trying to have good sex with a woman. Like that's too much. It's, it's just not good. And they, maybe it's not her, me, the chemistry ain't there, but if we gotta go through all of that just to have good sex, to me it's, I don't know, it's too much for me. I couldn't do it. All right, well. <clears throat> It's another question that I'm sure I'm going to revisit with a female up here uh, to figure out their perspective. And I'm going to reference back to this podcast. I may even play the audio from you saying, bring a, another woman into the mix to see what the reaction is. Because I'm sure. Now, now, there's been now, a lot of tea first, now, first, let me. I don't care about that. You come on, dog. You know me. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> this is my thing, right? <laughs> give, a, give a fuck about them. But my thing is, if she's into that like if she's into women if you know if she's bisexual you know what i'm saying like I, I don't want her to introduce a nigga on me because she know i ain't like that so i wouldn't do that to her you got to be respectful of people remember how we started off the conversation respect you dig what i'm trying to say so yeah you know if, if that's you know something she's into then yeah all right you mentioned respect and it's gonna lead me to the second thing i wanted to ask about <clears throat> completely <throat> hypothetical situation um it's like a, I feel like I'm giving a disclaimer for Law and Order. It's a fictional character is using real life events, mm-hmm. past life events, <laughs> past life events. Yeah, past, past life, life yeah. events. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I'm using uh, the the Nelson Files or past life events as the title of the pod, but you <laughs> give me a uh, runner up. Um, uh, the runner up should be introduce another woman. There you go. No, I'm, I'm, no, 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 no. All right, I'm gonna give you a scenario and then I'm gonna ask you your take. I watched a video recently of someone being ousted as gay, but the individual um, who ousted them was doing it just for exposure. Okay. What, what are your thoughts <clears throat> about ousting somebody who's not ready to uh, I was thinking somebody who's not ready to come out. What are your thoughts on that? And what is your thoughts on um, 
Well, let's do with that first. Exposing somebody who may be not ready to come out. I mean, that's whole shit. That's gossip. That's chatty patty shit. Like, why are you speaking on somebody's business? Whether I'm saying whether somebody's gay or you bought a new TV or whatever the case, why am I speaking on you and your business? Like, that's whole shit. So it don't matter what it's about. That's just whole shit. Maybe I don't want everybody at the job to know I brought a new TV. That's my fucking business. You run around telling niggas I got a new TV. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't got shit going on to tell about yourself. You know what I mean? But what if, because you're using the TV analogy, I'm going to stay with you. What if I gave you my discount to get the TV? So we in this together now. And now. So you saying that they was fucking. And then the nigga came out and said this nigga gay because he fucked him. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. I'm saying, well, I don't know what happened. All I know is there was a video. <laughs> I know that there was a Nigga, video that was leaked. This is the situation now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm staying. Look, like I said, I don't, I don't. I'm Switzerland. Don't... No, no. So what happened was, happened was, um, there was a video that was leaked of a gentleman. They're basically kissing. On a, on a on video, and the nigga who was in the video, there was obviously two niggas in the video. The one nigga in the video that was lesser known leaked the video and kind of brought a whole bunch of backlash to the more popular person in the video. Like I said, that's whole shit. That's like high school shit. Like my mind can't really comprehend all that yeah like that's too like you say i don't know if the nigga did it for clout i don't know if he was mad at homie i don't know if he was on some old oh you know you can you know we could do this and that in private but now you're ashamed of me in public like so i don't know if he was on his drake shit you know what i mean so i don't know but it's just that's high school that's that's beneath me like how you said you looked at people once worked at mcdonald's Mm -hmm. like that's beneath me that childish Chatty patty gossipy that that's beneath me. I uh, yeah, that's beneath me. Have you ever found yourself in that situation uh with a female? I never would find that? myself in that situation because I'm not <laughs> you know, no, I I said video me kissing on nigga. What what that she ousted me to like that what that that me and her did something? Yeah, just like on some maybe it's vengeful, maybe it's you you uh you angered her and now it's like all right, well now. I'm leaking your your whatever your your inbox or your your text messages like because niggas these days feel like it, I got to get you back because that's, I that's, feel that's like you hurt me. I I still feel like that's whole shit. But you don't have no control over it though. You don't. You may. You Which may is why love. I try to be extremely cautious over what I put out that can be screenshotted. Even when I'm having a conversation on the phone with a chick or really anybody, I try to be, you know, I'm trying to say very conscious of what I'm saying. Cause like you say, a motherfucker screenshots and shit, people record you, motherfuckers take pictures, you know what I'm saying? So, but you don't want that to, you, you know, you don't want to live life like in a shell or you walking on eggshells and you scared to say this or, or do that, you know what I'm trying to say? But yeah, with certain people, sometimes, yeah, I am kind of mindful of like, yeah, I don't know about this motherfucker. 
But you never know nowadays who, who you know, who will do that type of shit, man. But me, if, if a chick outs to me, like, I don't do or say anything that I'm ashamed or embarrassed of. So the chick, she could post a picture of me with my head between her legs. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I really don't. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I, I'm not embarrassed or ashamed of my actions. I'm cool with it. Yeah. If you want to put it on the gram for the world to see, good. Get your jollies off. I hope it made your day better because it didn't, it didn't affect mine at all. And I think that's probably why we uh we we vibe as much as we do because I don't think I like I'm I'm so unbothered by stuff that it like mentally I'd be like well that sucked but I wouldn't like I wouldn't feel no type of way. No, okay. I wouldn't. Feel now, no if you do some shit that's like on some harmful shit, like you know you. I don't know, this bitch post a picture or put some shit online and yeah, and the nigga, he, he be doing this at his job or, or you know what I'm saying, some shit that could get me fucked up in life, get me fired from my job or get me locked up, this nigga cheat on his taxes. Now, if it's that type of shit, it's like, oh, <laughs> you gotta relax. <laughs> it's like, yo, stop. Yeah, nah, something like that. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, what the fuck is wrong? Take that shit down. No, what if, what if it's, all right, so you just introduce something so it, ha- it has to be either harmful to you and uh affecting your income or your freedom or what if it was something that you could, um, you, could you, you you oh man something income yeah i could always generate a new income but you can't generate a new freedom <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. you only got one freedom and once that shit been taken away is it nigga it's a rat yeah but all right so outside of that what if it was something that be could be potentially harmful to your family because now it's not involving you. Now you're bringing other people into it. Let's say you had a um, when you say family because you know I don't I don't fuck with a lot of my. It's only I, I count on one hand. I, I, you know who are you talking about? Mom Dukes and your brother. Mom uh, Dukes and your brother. Okay, no, that's yeah, right, right down, right down, huh? Affect them out. Like whatever it is, whatever it is could be damaging to not liking some somebody gonna come to the crib type, but like but they, it's, but they they just gonna be embarrassed. They they gonna be a meme or some shit like that. Not even a meme, but let's just say it's something that uh, could be potentially harmful to them too. Like I don't know, I don't I don't have a scenario where it's damaging to everybody. So what, what is is, is, in this scenario, is this is this chick blackmailing? <laughs> is she want money? What like what she want? Like what? Yeah, well, let's just let's say let's say it's a a blackmail thing, or let's say it's just an exposure thing, and even a blackmail. It's just a oh, this nigga's grimy, blah 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 blah, and like she's just throwing out stuff that either y'all pillow talked with or um, she heard because she's been around the family. Because you know, if I know you, you ain't just bringing anybody around the family. So like. You think she's cool enough to bring around the family? You bring her around. She air hustle a little bit, and y'all, <clears throat> y'all get into it. And she bring up, let's just say, if it's mom's abusive this or uh, the fact that allegedly uh, or in a past <laughs> in a past life, uh, a big bro was a, got a got a secret family out somewhere, but she uses this information because she's mad at you. I mean, I guess I got to get the family to heads up. Like, yo, this 
when was shorty I broke through for Thanksgiving? She wilding the fuck out. She mad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she wanted me to do anything I could do. She she knows some shit. Some shit about to come out. So man, look, you better have a conversation. Cause that 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 family you got in Seattle when you went out there for that work trip two summers ago, that shit about to come out, nigga. <laughs> like you gotta got give them a the heads up. That's all I could do at that point. You know. But how are you give him a heads up if you don't know what that that could potentially happen? What if you just wake up and your inbox is going crazy, your phone going crazy? And that's the fam calling me. You saying like, yo, what's going on, shorty? Da, da, da. Shit, Let's say you, you wake up tomorrow and your inbox is just nuts. Your text messages is insane. Niggas just trying to, yo, I saw someone so yo, you, you good? Like it hadn't even, your family ain't even got to you yet. It's just other niggas that seen it. I guess the first thing you want to do is see what everybody's talking about, see how bad the damage is. And then once you see that, then like I say, I think it's just proper courtesy. Like, yo, listen, man, like, this shit about to come out. Shorty, she didn't, da 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 da. You know what I mean? Like, nah, it's out. Not about to, it's out. Yeah, you can't really, you can't stop that. You know what I'm saying? You can't stop that. But like I say, to me, that sucker shit. Like, I'm not going to get I, I, upset I or mad with somebody and then do that, but that's how these people... And it's like, they don't even get nothing out of it. It ain't like they get fame or money. They just get satisfaction out of trying to just ruin you and ruin your life. They just want to see you unhappy. Yeah. They just want to see you unhappy. I, I agree with you 100%. I, I, I think it's sucker. I was just giving you a different scenario. Now, now this is the thing. Do you sling mud back? Let's say you know a little something, something. Do you fight fire with fire and say, you know what? Since Shorty said this, you know, you tell them niggas about your uncle when you was little. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? She pillow talking, she telling you some things too. So do you go tit for tat with Shorty? Especially if you know something like that are just devastating. You know what I mean? Like, do you, do you, you know what I'm saying? You use that? I'm a petty nigga, so I'm gonna say yeah. I was getting ready to say petty me would be like, all right, I see how you playing. Yeah, I'm a petty nah, nigga. I'm a... Nah, I gotta throw the big joke out there. Like I, I, I You know what, let me take that back. I'm not a petty, I'm not I'm not a petty nigga, but when I do I get am. petty, I'm petty as a motherfucker. <laughs> I mean I'm petty as a motherfucker. Nigga like so boom. One time I'm on my lunch break, right? We go to this spot up the street from the job. They got the buffet out, right? This is before the COVID. For all, all the listeners, before the COVID, they had the buffet out, right? So I'm I'm going through the chicken, the fried chicken. Like I like flats. Like some people like the drums, some people like the flats. I like the flats. So I'm going through the joint to pick out some flats. This white lady standing in the back of me looking. She said, "Are you going to take all the chicken?" I'm like, what? I turned around, I looked at her. I said, you keep watching, you'll find out. Nigga, I took every fucking piece of chicken <laughs> in that pan. Nigga, I spent like $38, $37 on lunch that day. I ain't even eat all the fucking chicken. But see, you, you had all that. Are oh, you going to take all the chicken? You know what, bitch? Watch. I'm going to take all the fuck. And when I took the last piece, I threw the tongue in the motherfucker so it spun around in the pan. Fuck out of here. I could be a petty nigga when I want to be, man. Real talk. Oh. oh my god. 
Oh, that's funny. Hey, yeah, Patty Me would probably uh see my problem is I got the 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 Jay-Z imbalance where I, I I'm a petty nigga, but I have a conscience. So like Petty Me would want to be like, oh well now nah, I gotta play the big joker. But I would mentally go back and forth with myself like, uh, you gonna be mature or you gonna be this petty nigga. Like my first instinct will be try to be petty. And then like I would I would because I, I know it would happen. I would talk to myself like, come on, nigga, you better than that. Don't don't stoop down to that level. So I would have an internal battle. It's like the good angel and the devil on your shoulder, like guilty conscience type thing. That's that's where I would be. But my first uh instinct would be, oh nah, now nah, I gotta be petty. Now nah, I gotta one up you. See, I, I don't, I don't, I try to refrain from being petty because you know me, dog. I don't have a chill button or off switch. Don't get me going. Your feelings gonna get hurt. Your feelings gonna get hurt. You know what I'm trying to say? So I just be looking at people like you really don't know what you're about to start. Like you need to leave me the fuck alone. People don't understand, man. I can, I can be petty, but I try not to be. You know, I try to. I guess what be the what how you say be the bigger person in the situation or whatever. Yeah, be, yeah, man. Michelle Obama said they go they go low, we go high, something like that. Whatever she said. Right. Yeah. Who cares? But yeah, I, I just yeah, I don't know. But no, in in that in that, but going back to that the, the situation with the exposing and all that, man. That's like for one, like for well, in the scenario you created, that that's you know, somebody gossiping. That's different. But for the nigga in the video kissing a nigga or whatever, like, you shouldn't be doing shit that you ashamed of. And then videoing it at that, too. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. That's just, that's just like if a nigga, he messing, he messing with this chick that's, uh, she ugly and maybe she fat. And then she like, oh, I'm I'm going to put this video out on the internet of us holding hands and kissing and doing whatever. You're like, nah, you know what I mean? Like, what the hell you was fucking with her for then? But Tiff uses this analogy all the time, and I love it. And I've kind of started taking it up as as my own. But it's like the Donald Sterling effect. If I'm in my house talking in my house, and you record me in my house, you're gonna tell me I shouldn't be having that. I shouldn't be talking candidly in my house. It's my house. I'm not expecting you to be recording me in my house. Right. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So even though it's the you shouldn't be doing something you don't want to do, nigga, I'm I'm never in a million years thinking you're gonna use this instance of me in my in my house. I can understand if we out in public, yeah, then shame on me. I I deserve everything I get. You're right. But if I'm in my crib, nah, ain't no way in the world. I don't care if I shouldn't have been doing it or not, like. I did no, it under I, I, the I pretense did. that there was a, a, a safety and privacy because we weren't like out throwing it in people's faces. Or we weren't like like. And then you I know with the internet that. and social media, the way shit is now, like you know, you get convicted in the court of public opinion, and that could ruin you. Right away. Right that away. Could ruin you. Right. Imagine. Anyway. Imagine. Uh, I don't know. 
a video comes out of you cursing this woman out. You get out of my, y'all got to arguing at the gas station or something. And you say to her, bitch, if you don't get out of my face before I slap you, and it goes viral. And then mm. you go to work mm-hmm. and get pulled in the office and they say, you know what, Corey, uh, it's this video and you know, mm-hmm. what you did and said doesn't reflect our values and we're just gonna have to part ways. Could you imagine losing your job over something that happened outside of the job? Yeah. But this is what's going on nowadays. If, it, that, if that should pick up enough traction, oh nigga, you getting called in the office. That that's like a lot of these um a lot of these white people calling uh black people nigga off the clock and thinking it's not gonna um affect them and then Twitter machine does what it does the Facebook machine does what it does and you got these people like video posts all over the place next thing you know employers like oh um we don't tolerate that type of language and we don't want that you to be a representation of us so nigga i didn't say it at work i wasn't wearing my work uniform i you know what i'm saying this is my personal life it's the price the price you pay though it is it 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 really is and it's it's sad i think ultimately i think you know some people can say it's a good thing and i can understand that argument but ultimately i think i think i think it's sad I think it's fucked up. Oh man. Well, I'm gonna we're gonna leave it on that note. Um you got a show or book for me this week. You know, you came up here last time and suggested a book. So Yeah, I'm gonna always suggest a book, man. Turn off and the of idiot box, will. the tele the television. You know what I'm trying to say? Um you know what? I'm gonna say a, a, a oldie but goodie, a classic. A book that everyone, especially every black man, should read. Uh, Message to the Black Men in America by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Honorable Minister Elijah Muhammad, excuse me. Message to Um, the Black Men of America. Message to the Black Man in America. Black Man in America. Yes. Message to the Black Black Man in America. America. Yes. By the Honorable Minister Elijah Muhammad. So, yeah, that's, um, that's my book. Um, if you haven't read it, read it. Um, take what you take from it. Yeah. What about you? What you got? I got a show. I don't have a book. Uh, you all. You got to get you a book. No, I, I'm. I, I read business books. I read uh, uplifting stuff. Sometimes I just if it don't catch my attention then yeah you just ain't got me i will definitely uh look at this stuff um don't stream the Chappelle show i was saying that go on go on one of them bootleg sites and watch it yeah this nigga here um fargo with chris rock the series i watched like the first maybe two episodes it was just so slow but my man told me it's good he was like he was like yo he's like they just building the story whatever he's like stick with it and i'm like i I like the writing and 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 the 
the premise of it, but it, it was just so it was just so slow. It was just like, oh man, give it a go. Um, it, it's it, it's good. It's good. Is it, though, is, it, is it is it done? Is the season done already now? Or can I stream the whole thing? No, it's not. The season's not done as of yet. Okay. But I will say it's not one of those things where you have to because there are past seasons. It's not one of those things where you have to go back season one, episode one. You can watch this particular season. And then yeah, because it's an anthology, like want. the yeah. House of Horrors or whatever that shit is. Every season is a whole different thing. Anthology, yeah. if I'm saying that right. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I definitely want to give it a go. I mean, you, you got time, man. We about to be indoors. Uh, I would knock on wood, but my my instincts and everything else is telling me that we about to be back inside for some time. So I think I think they are. I think I think um Cuomo is doing it. I think it's going in effect next week. I think. I think. Don't quote. Yeah, we do. Well, it is what it is. Uh, I'll give you. I, I should have mentioned this when I mentioned the Ball Brothers being in the. Uh, Pause. That just sounds wild. Um, being in the NBA, if you're listening to this, Russell Westbrook and John Wall have had an even swap. Westbrook's in Washington and John Wall's in Houston. So if you listen to this and you haven't got that news, there you go. You're welcome. And what you what you what you think about that? I think it's you swap the same player on both sides. Um, I feel like Russell Westbrook about to be the new Carmelo with a lead to where don't nobody want him. And I don't hmm. really, I hmm. do and don't know why. I mean, I think he's a, he's a good player, but what he does, what does he do to necessarily make the team competitive for hmm. a title? And that's not a knock against because I like Russell. But I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he could put up some great individual numbers, but is the team more competitive because he's there? Um, I don't think so. I and think, it pains uh, me to say that because I really like the nigga, but I don't think so. Um, and when is he a free agent? When is the contract on? Westbrook? Yeah. Uh, I think he got a year or two. Okay. And that's that's like two. career suicide, DC. That's career suicide. They ain't doing nothing. Nah, some might say Houston's career he was suicide because James Harden went out. He he not looking to stay there like for the long haul, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man. the Washington Wizards. Bradley Bill and John Wall were doing some things. I heard niggas didn't really get along like that. Before John Wall uh, was injured the past two seasons, niggas was making some noise. Um, I think you, you literally, I think you swapping one diva for the next. And Russ is Russ is cool. Sometimes I hate his basketball IQ, but I think he's 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 cool. He's entertaining. Um, I just think with Harden not really wanting to stay. Nigga got C. He ran CB three out of town. He ran Mellow out of town. Like John Wall might end up in that same category. 
Might have to revisit your your uh, Westbrook being a new mellow of the league though, because I, I haven't I looked at so. it like that. Yeah, I think so. I think he is just like I don't think. Yeah, I think nobody really. I think nobody really want him. Yeah, just, and it's kind of crazy because remember at one point in time he was rumored to come to the Lakers. They were saying that you know, you know come there or whatever, but. I think um, they could move uh, both Harden and Westbrook before the um, season opener because Westbrook ain't as – he don't carry as much trade value as he would have had a couple years ago. So not having a trade value, having two massive contracts, not really getting anything back for him, yeah, I don't think – they would have been able to move both of those players without getting anything back before the season starts. Does Harden stay in Houston all season? I doubt it. And then who do you move them for? Like who's available that's, you know, on that level? You would have to absorb contracts or you would have to give up, um, send draft picks. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's really about it. Options. Yeah. Find some suitors that's going to give you cash or that's going to take on the, the options or find some people that's going to throw you clear out draft picks for the next couple of years. How do you feel about um, the lead starting back is what, December 22nd, I believe? I hate How it. do you feel about it? I hate it. You think I, they should I start like, later or what? what you I guess been saying since this whole COVID thing happened, we should have had uh, – this season should have been a wash. I know money's involved. I know we're talking about millions of dollars. The season should have been a wash. We should have came back when basketball was supposed to start in September, September, November, whenever. We, give us the new season then. Don't make it sit through a COVID season. Nigga, having a draft in the winter and having opening night, like, December 22nd, is just like, nigga, what are we doing? Well, from a business standpoint, I understand why they did it because, like, no one knew, and no one still knows what's going to go on with this whole COVID situation as far as, because basketball is unique. It's a unique sport, and it's indoors. Like, football, baseball, they could have some people in the stands spread out. It's outdoors. I mean, basketball is an indoor sport. Um, so if they were to scrap last season and then something happens during this season where the cases spike and things have to shut down, now it's like two seasons that's lost. So from a business standpoint, I get why they said, let's salvage this season to some degree because we don't know about next season. So I get it. As a fan, I yes, that. I thought, you know, it was kind I of wild, even though, even though we won. And I was happy we got the chip. And it got ah. an asterisk on it. It got an asterisk on it. No big deal. Okay, I'm but glad you said that. I'm glad you, you know said that. But it's, yeah, it got an asterisk on it. But it's it's a chip. And we could talk about the asterisk. Some people would say under the conditions that, you know, it's I'm a not, bit tougher. I'm not, I'm not, you know, you could go, not, you go either way. I'm but either not, way, it's an asterisk no, on it. And, and no. that's, I'm cool with it. So, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm happy that we won the chip. But, yeah, I ain't going for it. I was like, yo, y'all need to just forget this season. Right, forget about it. But yeah, man. Um, 
I would say get your excuses ready, but niggas about to be home anyway. I don't know. know. (laughs) We gave you ways to to work without working to follow your former president. Like, nigga, you can make it. You can make it. He can do it. You can do it, nigga. You can. BS oh, no. that, that, that white, that's that white I ain't got white privilege now. Oh, I can't I can't walk past I can't walk past my boss more than twice without that nigga knowing what the fuck I'm doing. Like nigga, you don't walk <laughs> past me twice today. What the fuck are you doing? The shit over there that need to be done is what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I ain't got that white privilege. So I don't know. Yeah, well we, we gave you a black uh Nigger, nigger lessons, as Dave Chappelle said it on Sunday Night Live. Come get these nigger lessons. We gave you niggas nigger lessons to get you through at least to the next stint. Until then, my guy, uh, always a pleasure. We, we'll, we'll, we'll get up, I guess, when outside opens up, whatever. Yeah, 2021. <sighs> it is what it is, man. But uh, that's all I got. My guy, thank you for coming up again. Uh, I'll holler. No doubt. Peace.